that decision to build a life that has spaciousness and really meets those markers of success, it came with trade-offs. But once I was so bought in on the idea of what I wanted to create, it made it so easy for me to accept those trade-offs that came with that decision. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is a good one. I am joined by one of my good, good, good friends, Kate Wilkinson. She is over on the other side of the world in Perth, Australia. We have been in a mastermind together for over a year and a half, and we met in person this summer over in Nashville. I'm telling you, it was one of like my funnest days this summer. Is that a word? Funnest? You are going to love my conversation with Kate. You're going to get an inside view on both she and I, and you're also going to learn from her because she is a business coach and she's really, really specialized in the balanced business. We talk all about that today. You guys have been here a while. You know that to me, having an aligned life and enjoying your life is one of my most absolute core values. And Kate and I talk a ton about that and how she has literally created a business helping women entrepreneurs truly create a business that is balanced and that they are soul led by. We talk about her mastermind. Please tune into this one. Go slide into Kate's DMs because she is such a gift and I'm so honored to call her such a good friend. All right, guys, this is going to be a good one because I am joined by one of my good girlfriends who I actually finally got to meet in person this year. She's all the way from Australia. Well, she's actually sitting in Australia, but we connected over like the most divine brunch ever over in Nashville. I am just so excited you're here. Kate Wilkinson. Welcome, girlfriend. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Yes, meeting in person was like total highlight of my year. Oh my God. It was so good. And like you guys side note, so funny. So before this, Nathan and I just flew over to Nashville just for the weekend because I knew Kate was in town from Australia. I was like, I had to meet her. I had to connect after our three hour brunch and like three bottles of like champagne were over. Nathan and I were walking away and Nathan's like, had I known they'd been so cool, we should have stayed an extra day. I was like, yes, I knew they were going to be so cool. I think we need to like wind back and talk about the most important part, which is I cried and you did it when we met. (laughs) I I was so excited though. Like I was so excited. And then I don't even know if I told you this, I'm going to tell everyone this right now. So we went to this really awesome place, by the way, you got to go. If you're ever in Nashville, I think there's one in Dallas. It's called like 66, what was it? 69 vines, 60 vines, 60 vines, 60 vines. 
And yeah, on Broadway. On Broadway. And it's like one of my favorite brunch places forever. It's so good. 60 vines, all, all different types of wines. But we were having mimosas that morning and they have like a mimosa bar. Well, Clint, Kate's boyfriend, and I were up at the mimosa bar together. And he like pulled me aside and he's like, you just need to know she was so excited. Thank you so much <laughs> for coming to meet us. She was so looking forward to this. I was like, aren't you the freaking cutest ever, Clint? I am so happy. I'm like, this is such a treat for me too. I was like a giddy girl going on a first date. I was like changing outfits and I was like, does this look good? Do I look cool? Does this good? Can I wear this top? And like Clint was trying to shower in our Airbnb in Nashville and I kept coming in with different outfit options. He was like, I was like very nervous and excited. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I loved it. And I, it was just everything that you could possibly imagine. So how Kate and I actually know each other is we have been doing this mastermind together with one of our girlfriends, Katrina, for over a year and a half. And that's how we've become like such good friends and like supportive to one another. And then when Kate was coming to the US, I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't care where you are. Um, thank God it was somewhere awesome, but I would have probably come to you no matter where you're at. But <laughs> um, that's how we became friends through our coach Lacey and in this mastermind that we're in together. And I just like, I'm just so, so grateful that we've connected. And yeah, you're like, you're the best. Me too. And, you know, I was thinking about our friendship recently and I thought, I don't know if we would have connected without this mastermind. We're very different personalities, the three of us. We're very different creatures. We have very different quirks. And we have this like soul deep connection. And I truly feel like I've just made friends for life. And I don't think without Lacey, we would have ever connected in this way. No, never. I mean, okay, so Kate is over in Perth, Australia. I am in Arkansas. And Katrina, even though she's not from there, she's where in Mexico is she? You know the city. She's, I in, uh, she's in northern Mexico next to Santiago de Compostela. It's called, I can't remember. It's but still, eluding me it's right somewhat, now when I'm on that. She's like, girl, in the, I've been the, to like, like Cancun. Silver mining part of northern, <laughs> northern Mexico. Yeah. You guys yeah. connect on all of the amazing, like little divine places in this world because you travel like a mad woman. I, people think I travel. Oh my God. Kate has like been everywhere and everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's very much part of the Australian culture too, right? Like exploring the big wide world is like part of what we do. It's like part of our DNA. Yeah. I love that so much. I feel, and I've always said Australia is like literally one of my favorite places ever. And I cannot believe that we didn't know each other when I was there. I think I was there in 2018 or 2019, but like, it's one of my favorite places. I mean, I wasn't in Perth, but I was like on the, like all on the East coast, Sydney and uh, I mean, Melbourne and all the places it would still like, you know, I don't want to be that douchebag and be like, I was in Australia. I can't believe I didn't see you. You're like, um, that's like a 10 hour <laughs> flight away from me, but <laughs> I know it. next time you'll come back. Oh my God. I totally want to now because of you. I'm like, well, we've never done Western Australia. Let's fucking go. And Nathan would probably yeah, be like, sure, whatever, let's go. Yeah. Um, sit on a plane for 30 hours. What's wrong with you? <laughs> exactly. Well, we've talked about well, it. I was like, like, it's hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you act like it's no big deal. And like, you weren't even obsessed with like business class. You're like, oh, business class is great. But like, you don't have to. It's only 13 or 17 hours or whatever you said. I was like, you're out of your fucking mind. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. Well, I did say that and then we flew economy home and then I had a very different opinion about flying economy <laughs> for it one was of our flights. Was like on the way over. Hours. <laughs> it was like, I was like, oh, actually this really stings for 16 yeah. and a half hours. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, yeah. it really does. <laughs> um, okay, so we've been chatting for like 10 minutes, but um, you want to tell everyone who you are besides like one of my good girlfriends and you live in Australia? Yeah, yeah. of course. So... I'm Kate Wilkinson and I am a business and marketing coach and I work with my clients to help them hit easeful six figures in their business. Running a balance-led business is really at the heart of what I do. Yeah. And I've been a coach now for a couple of years. I've had different iterations in my entrepreneurial journey, most of which I just burnt to the ground because I just hated them so fucking much. And I had this belief, I was writing about this last night, actually. I used to believe that I was only like allowed to be intentional about my journey and what my life and business looked like once I was fully booked or once I was making X amount of dollars in my business. And then I was like allowed the luxury to get intentional and purposeful about my business. Yeah. Which is obviously complete bullshit. And in hindsight, you have to kind of laugh at it, but yeah, now I've very much created a business and life that I really, truly love and am obsessed with, really. This is exactly the reason why Kate's on the podcast today. So stay tuned. We're not just girlfriends, just connecting, even though I do love those type of podcasts, and I hope you guys do too. But what Kate said is exactly the reason why we are like soul sisters, because her belief in creating a life around her business is very much on par with what I believe as well. And like, let's demystify today that you have to fucking hate everything until a certain time. So like, mm. how how did this start for you? Like, I know that you've, like you said, you've had different iterations of being a coach and service provider, but like, where did the shift come? Yeah. So kind of winding it back, I worked in corporate marketing as the head of a digital agency for years. And marketing is obviously a really strong point of a part of what I do. And then I left corporate really burnt out. I really hated my job and there's something to be really said about putting on a facade and showing up every day in your pencil skirt and putting on this mask and being this strong person for everyone around you where you are really disconnected from that as part of your truth. So, I mean, I would like cry in my fucking car at lunchtime and then like, you know, straighten up my blouse and put my heels back on and then trot into the office and be this big, strong person for my team and lead my digital team. And that just burnt me out, of course, because I was so disconnected from myself and what I truly wanted. And then as I used to have the habit of doing, I just wanted to burn that down and shift away from that as much as possible. So I quit my job and I became a Pinterest strategist. I was like, fuck everything I've built. I'm doing something completely different. I'm being a Pinterest strategist. And then I was basically like a Pinterest VA and I was like, well, this sucks. So I feel like I've got like 20 bosses now instead of just one. And this doesn't feel impactful or aligned or this isn't making me feel like I'm doing good in the world. And so then I decided to train women how to become Pinterest VAs. 
and I had self-paced courses and trainings like an academy. And I was like, I don't love this either. And that's when I hired Lacey. And I had to sit down and I wrote down this list of like, what are my markers of success? Like, what's actually going to make me feel like I am successful? And yeah, there were things like epic client results, but there was things like feeling impactful and doing high level work. And yes, there was an income goal in there, but it was also things like spaciousness that I saw as like a marker of success. And then I had to decide, well, if that's what I really want, then I just have to go all in here. Oh, it's so true. And thank you for saying this because, you know, one of the things over the years that I have preached for such a long time is if you aren't clear, you will not get what you want because you have no fucking idea what that goalpost is. You have absolutely no goalpost of what that is. And I will say Kate lives and breathes this, you guys. Like her business is created based upon what she loves in her life. And I will tell you like complete transparency. I love the fact that the four of us went to lunch in Nashville because I do think that Clint is very much on the same alignment as you. Like me, you and Clint were on the same path. My husband, not so much. Like he, we tried to work on him. (laughs) We did. We tried our best. My husband, I swear to you guys, this is the truth. So my husband, we're like having lunch and like Nathan had taken a Friday off. Like he had taken Mm. a Friday off to come to Nashville and he had like already taken maybe a couple of longer weekends this summer or whatever. And like when Clint was like, oh, we're here for like three weeks and I go home and I'm going to work like two days, but then I'm going to be gone for like five weeks. And I've, yeah, which he did. Yeah. Which he did. And then he's like, yeah, I went snowboarding in Canada for like three weeks and earlier this month. And like, just literally like my husband has swear to God, true statement. My husband has turned off his phone one time for about maybe three quarters of the day in the last 20 years that we've been together. So my husband was like mind blowing. And I was like, oh my God, we definitely <laughs> he was need- like, he was like, Jesus, it was like really kind of stressing him out. Like, oh, I, think yeah. he- <laughs> Thinking, like I think he was always is possible. <laughs> I think he was like imagining himself in that situation where he was away for like three months of the year. And it was only what July July yeah late July early August yeah and he was like he was like feeling so panicked by this concept of yeah disconnecting from work so much yeah oh my gosh so panicked and like I think he was so curious too like wait how are you and Clint like let's all be honest Clint is extremely successful Kate's extremely successful on the business side and the life side but it was like my husband's like brain just like were you speaking Spanish to him like he did not (laughs) get it like it was like something that was so foreign but for those of you who do not want this to be a foreign language Kate mentioned Lacey that's how Kate and I met Lacey is our coach so you met with Lacey how did you find Mm -hmm. Lacey by the way She was working with my dear friend, Ellie Swift, and Ah. I could see that she had completely changed the trajectory of Ellie's business. I saw that the business just elevated during their time together. And I jumped on a discovery call with Lace. She's obviously in a very different time zone to me. So I think it was like 10 p.m. at night, my time. And then I sat on her wait list. I think I waited at least six months until our first coaching call. And, um, yeah, then we, I just got really intentional about what I wanted to do. And I was scared to shit to tap into that part of me too, right? Like 
I wanted to be a coach. I wanted to use my digital marketing skills that I had honed over the years. I knew I could help women create this aligned business that was also really abundant. But I was so caught up in my head about what people would think of me. Like I had created all these stories like, oh, everyone's going to think that I'm just a cop out and just becoming a coach like everyone else. Or people have only ever seen me as a Pinterest marketer. So they're going to say, well, how the hell could a Pinterest marketer help me grow my business? And of course, no one said any of these things to me at all. And I had just created all of these stories and narratives and blocks in my head. And yeah, I just had to work through a lot of impostery shit to get there. Did you work with a coach before you did this? Because I'm just so like, I really truly do think that there's so many people that are dealing with these exact same things. So did you know that that's really what was stopping you? And that's why you decided to hire Lacey or like, what was that process? Because I think this will be really helpful for my audience, for your audience, because I want people to realize like, this is what a lot of people go through. Such a great question. I have always worked with coaches, but I'd never worked with a coach up until then that actually asked me to get really clear on what I wanted. And I know that's something that you and I talk about with Katrina as well in our mastermind calls. You're always like, but what do you want? Like the the clarity is and the space is where you can make decisions from. You need that clarity. And, And Lace just had me do that too, because yeah, I I never worked with a coach that had really helped me extract that and get the clarity around it and have the ability to really articulate what I want. And it's so funny that you ask, you know, what do you want? Because Clint asks the same thing of me all the time. I see him having conversations with my friends also about, you know, whether in a transition in their life, in relationships or careers, he always says to them, what do you want? And honestly, I think it's one of the hardest questions you can ever answer. Most people have a very, very, very difficult time for it. And it's amazing what happens when you do get clarity, because it's almost like the thing that you didn't think was possible is so easy to achieve because you know exactly what you want. And that's why I think, and tell me if you feel like this is true. That's one of the reasons why your business is so good now is because you you know the life that you want and you've created the Mm. business around it. Yeah. And I think what's really important to also mention is that that decision to build a life that has spaciousness and really meets those markers of success, it came with trade-offs. But once I was so bought in on the idea of what I wanted to create, it made it so easy for me to accept those trade-offs that came with that decision. Like we've talked about this before, like I could work more and I could have more clients and and thus I could make shitloads more money. But if that creates a business that I don't love and I don't feel connected to, and again, one that I want to burn down and run away from, then what's the point here, right? Like always having that long-term vision and the sustainability in mind has been so important. And those trade-offs feel really good now, right? I'm like, fuck yeah, I I work less and have less clients. And that means I have a long weekend every weekend. And that's the truth of it. Oh, it's so good. And you're able to like 
piss off and take off three weeks in the middle of the summer. And like, I do want to talk about that because you and I have mm-hmm. both have done that in the last well, year. Now mine's coming up onto a year when I did it the mm-hmm. first time. And now you've done it this summer um, for anyone in it. Like if you are listening to this and you're in your business and you cannot even imagine what that would look like, just know that Kate and I actually had to think about it long and hard, but we gave ourselves the mm-hmm. permission to do what served us the best. And it's amazing. Like when we do that for our clients, it works out like it works out beautifully. Like there was zero flaws for the both of us. So tell us how that kind of came about. Yeah. I think that's such an important point in that. Yeah. I took three weeks off this year in what's North American summertime. And it wasn't like this instant decision that came really easily. And that's, that's how it worked out. I was considering a lot of things about my client experience, my team, how things were going to flow, how money was going to come into the business. There was a lot of considerations there. And I actually spoke to you and Katrina about it. And I can't remember which one of you said it, but it was like, well, just decide what you want and make that okay. Right? Like, I think so many of us, especially when we're working for ourselves, we feel like there's like this imaginary rule book that we have to abide by. And there's like a a right and a wrong way that we can do things. And it's so wild, right? Because we left the nine to five job behind in order to create our own reality. But then we feel like we're stuck in this, yeah, in this reality that kind of dictates how we're supposed to do things. And so- I had to make decisions around like, okay, well, how are my clients going to be supported? The option is, is that I check in with them on Voxer once a day or I don't. And each of those just comes with a trade-off and consideration, but no way is wrong. And the way that I decided to do it was I didn't have any calls with my clients. One of those weeks was a no-call week anyway because I only meet my clients for the first three weeks of every month and then the final week is an off week. It's implementation week for them and for me it's time to either, either be creative in my business or travel or do both. So one of those was an off week and then I decided to check in with them on Voxer and give them the support daily. And then I just made that trade-off okay, right? Then it was just like, okay, well... I'm just going to accept that I'm choosing to travel and run my business at the same time. And I'm going to make that feel really good. And that's just the decision I made. And so, yeah, I was in Nashville and I was, you know, in Oregon and I was spending like an hour a day checking in with my clients and responding to any questions that came through. And then I was, you know, enjoying my adventures around the US. And that decision just felt really great where I could have decided to do that, checking with my clients, but then like really resented that decision and thought, oh, fuck, you know, I wish I could just disconnect and I have to check in with my clients. But it just came with a mindset shift and deciding that it gets to be really fun. That's exactly what I want everyone to hear. So Kate, so Lacey, our coach had a baby and that's how, that's how our mastermind started. Like Lacey gave us the option to connect with some of her clients. And now obviously Lacey's kids like over a year old, but we're still doing this, but that's how it kind of started was 
Lacey did a certain thing in her business when she had a kid. She did zero contact, zero calls. We didn't pay anything during the time that she was gone. For when I was gone, I did zero calls. I gave all of my full-time clients 100% access to me. And I prorated their invoices to where they didn't pay for like what that month or that three weeks that I was gone. Kate did something completely different. At the end of the day, I want you guys to hear that if you are doing something and you have your own business, there is no rule book that says this is right or this is wrong. What we all three did, and we're all three very similar in this, we chose what is going to work best for us. And we chose to make it right for our clients in whichever Mm. way we needed to do that. Like I was totally okay with losing out, you know, on tens of thousands of dollars in a month or whatever it was, because I wanted to be a hundred percent not on for the first time ever in my business, not taking any calls for that three week period, you know, like you get to decide what's right or wrong. And I hope that anyone who's listening to this has so much permission to decide what works for them. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting that I used to get so caught up in how little I work, meaning, you know, I have the spaciousness and the flexibility. And I used to think of that as being wrong, or maybe I wasn't like a professional or proper coach because I wasn't chained to my desk 40 plus hours per week. But the interesting thing is, is that now that I actually talk about it and share it with my audience and I'm not embarrassed by it, that is one of the driving factors why clients come to work with me is because they see the ease in which I run my business and make money. And they want that too, because they don't want to buy into the hustle culture and they don't want to buy into scaling in a way that doesn't feel sustainable long-term. A lot of clients come to me who've actually scaled to six and multi-six figures really quickly and then completely burnt out. And they come to me because they just want to find a new way of being, yeah, having that sustainable, really nourishing business. And so, of course, I should be sharing those messages because people really need to hear them, right? People need to hear that you can do things differently. You can do things your own way. Absolutely. Because I mean, the biggest Mm -hmm. narrative is how are you growing? What else are you doing? What are you bringing on? What's your next product? What's your next level? What's the next dollar sign? What's the next thing? And all all of the stuff that we all continuously hear. And Kate's like, hey, I and I feel like I'm very similar. I'm like, I do one one fucking thing. And trust me, I'm not bringing on any more clients. So I can't play golf at least once a week and hang out on the weekends with my husband. Like zero fucking chance. There's no money that's going to make me say yes to that. And you and I, I mean, there's very few of us that are kind of talking talking about your worthiness or you're like at a girl is not coming from like making yourself feel like absolute dog shit because you're doing what you're quote unquote should be doing instead of actually what you want to be doing. What happens if you actually just really get to love what you do? You're serving another human and you make pretty decent money doing it. Like, wow, good for you. We need more people talking about this. Yeah, I completely agree. And like, maybe I won't hit seven figures in my business, right? I never will at this. (laughs) Yeah, right. And that's so okay because I've just decided what I want that to look like. The clarity just means that that just may not happen. That's totally fine. And I think that just goes against the narrative so much of what's in our space. It's like, 
used to be six figures. Then it was multi six, then it's seven, and now it's multi seven. And I'm just choosing not to buy into that. And I just get to put my blinders on and do my own thing because I am just so rock solid on what I actually want. Bingo! Can you guys? Do you guys know now why I'm kind of like obsessed with this girl? I hate the fact that she's like literally a 16, 17 hour plane ride away, probably longer than that. Let's, yeah, it's longer. <laughs> Damn it, it's longer. Hey y'all, it's Christina. Just jumping in here for two quick seconds to first of all say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a subscriber or leaving us a five-star review or leaving us a comment or really thank you for copying that link and sending this episode to someone who may need it. It's how we get the podcast out. You know, there's no advertisements on this podcast and it's just how we get the message out from myself and my guests because this is really why I'm showing up each week is to help people decide it's their turn. And the second thing is I just wanted to let you know that every week I tell you, text me the word podcast or coach to 501-222-3362 or send me a message on Instagram. Both of those ways connect with me directly. And if you've ever had any questions about my one-on-one coaching, you know, on this podcast all the time, I talk about my clients and the results that they're getting. And perhaps you've thought to yourself, well, gosh, what does a coach even do? Or gosh, I need to level up and I need someone to help me get to that next level. If that's ever something that you have thought about, text me 501-222-3362. Ask me any questions. That is a direct connection to me. You guys, I show up, do this podcast pay thousands of dollars each month to produce it because I love it. I love serving my clients. I love serving you. And I'm so grateful that you're here. So thank you again for listening. If you've never connected with me, send me a text 501-222-3362. Just text me the word podcast or coach. You and I will talk back and forth and I'll be able to serve you in the capacity that I can, or we'll jump on a free clarity call to see if working with a coach is something that you need to get to the next level of life or business. You guys, I'm so grateful. Thank you for listening to the podcast and enjoy the rest of the episode. Let's talk now a little bit about like, I know obviously you do one-on-one coaching and you do masterminds. Let's talk about Mm -hmm. the masterminds because you know, I've, I've went from only doing masterminds to doing masterminds and one-on-one and now I only do one-on-one and I don't do a ton of masterminds anymore. So let's kind of talk about like, you know, your masterminds and like what not even just yours, but like, let's talk about like how you and I have truly been blessed by being in this mastermind with like with Katrina. Like it's really, it it's such an amazing thing. Like I said it for years when I was selling my masterminds that there is something so powerful with being connected with other women mm-hmm. who are on the same type of vibration. Like it is very, very rare that, you know, especially the moms out there, I, neither Kate or I have children, but especially the moms out there that like, you know, perhaps you're only having the same type of conversation and you're talking to the exact same people. And I'm not kind of stereotyping, but I guess I kind of am. There's a lot of women that get together and all they do is gossip and bullshit and talk negatively. You, mm-hmm. me and Katrina, I mean, for the last, we have literally never missed a call. You guys, we meet every, what do you call it? Fortnight in Australia. <laughs> We meet fortnightly, yes. Fortnightly. <laughs> I you need to use that word because like it's just so handy. Yeah. Oh my god. Every two fortnightly, weeks. <laughs> which means every two weeks over here in America. We have never missed a call. In literally yeah. over a year and a half, we meet yeah, every single two, years, two weeks. Yeah. It's we've never missed a call. And 
guaranteed we've never gossiped we've never been negative we've never talked trash we've never mm -hmm. like done anything in that regard it's always been how can i help you how can i serve you how are you doing we've had a few tears on the call we've had mm -hmm. some really hard moments on the call yeah but most of it has been really really uplifting and like it is just so powerful it is um I said this to you earlier that you women, you just expand me. And we talk about everything. We talk about love and relationships and investing and property and business and scaling. And I can't have these high level conversations with my regular, I'm using air quotes, anyone who's just listening, my regular girlfriends. They're just, that's just not their reality. And I also find myself not wanting to share those stories because they just don't really understand. And then it just kind of creates a weird situation. I just feel like that we need to, as business owners, be surrounded by women and or other people who really expand us, expand our ideas of what is possible, what is out there in business and really just help us grow as humans. It's just been so integral in me growing my business, being in this mastermind experience. No, I totally agree. I just think that it, there's certain people that you can have certain conversations with. And I always said that when I was even doing these, I mean, there's moments where we've broken down. There's moments where we've talked about really mm. hard things. There's moments where mm. we really pushed each other to kind of think differently. I mean, there's I think a lot of it too, a lot of the hard conversations were like really personal conversations. Like, yeah. I mean, I remember crying with you girls when I was trying to make the decision on if I was going to stay with Lacey full time, or if I was going to do something different. And like, those mm -hmm. are big moments that like, even my husband, who I talk a lot to, and I obviously I have some really great girlfriends, but like, there's just different there's just a difference when you're talking to someone who's in the same boat with you that you mm. can have these conversations. You know, I, I don't know if you say this to Clint, but I sometimes say this to Nathan. I'm like, you just do not understand. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do. Sorry. Um, for context, Clint is in the hospitality industry and so he has bars and restaurants. And so his success is based on bricks and mortar venues and having people inside his four walls, right? Which is a very different space than what I'm in. And I re remember when I first wanted to hire a coach, I was still in corporate. I want to say it was like eight years ago. It, I mean, online coaching didn't really exist back then. It was very unknown. And <laughs> he was like, why the hell would you pay a stranger to tell you how to run your business? I can tell you how to run your business. And of course, and of course, he can't because he doesn't understand the nuances of running an online business. It's very, very different to what he does. Um, but yeah, we've had so many tough conversations. I had to have a hysterectomy earlier this year and I mourned the loss like I had lost a loved one of that. Like I cried and cried on our calls together and you two just like stepped up. You were like, what do you need? How can I support your clients for you? What do you need to feel okay here? You can take time off your business and I can jump on Voxer with your clients and support them. Like you two just had my back a hundred percent in a way that working with a coach is just very different, right? I feel like when we work with a coach that is our mentor and 
it's almost like for me and like that someone that I've almost pedestaled where we are just in this together. Like you said, we're in the same boat and we're just backing each other nonstop. A hundred percent. I really do agree with that. You know, there's, I don't know. Have you ever had this experience where like, there's a couple of people in my life where I'm, I'm girlfriends with them. And I'm like, there's a couple people that I just don't want to, because they, I've had people say like, oh, you need to coach me or whatever. But there's sometimes like, I just want to have a girlfriend who's just my girlfriend that I can talk high level with. And that's why I think you girls are so good is because none of the three of us are coaching one another, but we all very much respect one another. I know that we can like, you know, things that I don't know. Katrina knows things that I don't know, like that I'm able to pick y'all's brain. And I I feel like it's just a different container. I mean, yeah, like I'm glad that you pointed that out. I just think it's so special. Yeah, it totally is. And yeah, like I can't speak to my girlfriends about the growing pains that I'm having, you know, no. this, you know, the six figure growing pains and and that it can be a real problem, right? Like, <laughs> and that's just something they just can't support me in. And yeah, being in a room with, with women who just get it is just so powerful. So going back to like what we were talking about, because I think it's a really powerful conversation to have because I know that there's a lot of women who are thinking this. How do you keep yourself from, and maybe like, obviously, like we can kind of talk about this, but how do you keep yourself from comparing yourself to other people? Like even other Lacey's clients. I remember when I first started working with Lacey, like I was already making like six figures, but like, we also know that like a lot of Lacey's clients do extremely well, like multi seven Mm -hmm. figures. And like, how do you keep yourself? I'm so good at it now where I'm just like, fuck, that is the last thing on the planet that I want is to run a million dollars with the ads and do all that kind of stuff. But how do you keep yourself like really not in the comparison or not like, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do this. And like really Mm. what you believe is the non burnout business. How do you do that so well? Yeah, that's such a good question. And yeah, I used to be really triggered. I used to be really triggered by everyone on the internet. I was always feeling like because I had started basically two businesses that I hated, I really felt like I was 10 steps behind everyone else, right? Because I only really started building a business that I loved later on in my journey. And then I was just feeling like everyone who was starting their business after me was scaling faster than me to six and multi-six figures. And I I really felt like I was doing something wrong or there was something wrong with me, or maybe I was just the type of person who would never get there. I told myself lots of stories about that. But in an industry that really glorifies overnight success, it really is not the norm, right? And we were talking about this on a mastermind call just before this of like, Now the space is slowly shifting to people talking from a really authentic space and sharing their missteps and their fuck-ups and their challenges more as opposed to just sharing their highlight reel of their business. But when I started, it was just highlight reel. It was just big cash and cash on the bed and, you know, like private planes and handbags and all of those things, which is which 99.99999% is all fucking bullshit. Let me tell you, but keep going. Yeah. And look, Hey, if that's just part of your story, that's totally fine. I never want to shame anyone, but I really felt like I was this girl in Australia who just wasn't ever going to get there. And 
again, it just came from me being really sold on my decision and having those markers of success and being really brought in on them then now I don't give a fuck about what anyone else does on the internet. I don't care how people share their wealth, how quickly they're scaling, how much they're making per month. I love seeing those stories through an expansion lens of, wow, that's really amazing. I love that that could be possible for us in this day and age to get there. I think that's really powerful, but I'm not triggered by it anymore. I just have my blinders on. I just feel really secure and safe in my decision. So good. And again, mm. it's because you're so clear on what you actually want. Like that, it is. you know, that, that jet, that bag, that, you know, million dollars, that whatever, it just, it's no longer the thing that kind of can derail you because you also know exactly what you want. Like I have zero desire to create multi seven figures by running ads. Like I can look at that and I can be like, Hey, good for you. But the answer is 100% no. Like, and I know what I want and it makes things so much easier. So I know that you specifically really help people create a business that they love and you really focus in on like growing that beginning business. You know, you talk a lot about getting to those $10,000 months, which are, which was like so much money. Can we just also say that that, like, yeah, that is so much money. There is people that do not come close to that. And that's really Mm -hmm. what you kind of specialize in. So how do you really support your clients? So if someone's coming to you and they're thinking about joining your mastermind, like what are they really going to get out of working with you in this experience? Yeah. So knowing that clients come to me because they really want the safety and the predictability of cash coming in every month. And so they can build a life around it or scale from that point. A lot of the work that we do together is helping them build out a offer in their business, their signature offer that builds, that brings in that monthly recurring revenue, which is that safety and predictability. And then we can make really informed decisions from that really powerful place about what is next for them. Like, do they want to stack offers? Are they just happy just selling that one damn thing? And that just gets to feel really good and not even get caught up in this narrative about having to scale. Like you don't actually have to scale everything in your business, right? Well, we like, just talked example, about that on our mastermind we just talked call. About we were, were talking about yeah, like the boring business. The boring business. <laughs> yeah. Like- for a long, I offer mastermind now, but for a long time, I thought I would just offer one-on-one and that's just not scalable. It doesn't fit into this narrative about scaling to, you know, seven figures. And that's totally fine. It's totally fine if you want to run this boring business that we were talking about. So building that monthly recurring revenue is so baseline. I think that's so often where we get burnt out in our business is that we got again caught up in this narrative about having multiple offers and scale and stacking offers and multiple income streams and PayPal pings in the night and you have to earn passive and and be energetically um, invested in offering your your sales as well. So just we just remove all of that noise. We drill into the life and business that they want to run and get really intentional about that and then build out a signature offer that supports that. And then we decide what the next step is. But yeah, it's not about 20 offers and funnels and evergreen and ads and all of those pieces. It can be, but that's actually not what the baseline is. 
Yeah. I love it. I think that that's so important that we're talking about that. Like it's actually quite easy to make money once you are clear on what you do and what problem that you solve. Like most people get so wrapped up on like, I have to do this. I should do this and I should do this. And then like a lot of people quit too. Like a lot of people quit Mm. when it gets hard or where it's not instantaneously, you know, what Kate and I do, you know, is quote unquote, a high ticket type of offer, right? A high ticket experience. And something that I believe to be very true is that is a very long buying decision. You and I were just talking about the fact that like, Mm. when people are hiring you, they're binging your content. They're, they're really making an informed decision. And like you talked about, that's a, that's something that's different nowadays because before, you know, the last few years, people are like, you know, making these quick decisions based on these like bullshit promises, in my opinion. But, you know, nowadays people are really making like they want they want to make sure the person they're working with is in alignment to them. Yeah, they are. I'm definitely finding that my prospects are in a deeper consideration period before they're choosing to buy and they're doing their due diligence, if you'd call it that, and they are binging content. They're going all the way down the feed. They're finding your online presence in other places and they're wanting to feel really informed and that they're making the responsible or right decision before they before they buy. I'm definitely finding that. And it's our job as marketers just to build that trust there. I had to share this story in our call just now that um, a beautiful woman just followed me last week, Tuesday on Instagram. And so two days later, she was in my DM saying, I know I need to work with you. How? Tell me how. And she took her time. I mean, she binged on my content. I saw all the love hearts coming up in my Instagram notifications. She was in there. And I'm sure when we jump on a call in two days time, she'll tell me that she read every page of my sales page and she knows she's found, you know, my cocktails and convos channel, all these things. Um, But my content did a lot of the heavy lifting for me there and it really helped her self-identify as someone that I work with. So, as much as it can kind of feel really daunting to really tap into your authentic self and really share your values and who you are as a business person and what you really stand for and what makes you different and really tapping into that uniqueness is what actually attracts hand raises to your business and really motivates these empowered humans to reach out to you as opposed to you're feeling like you're chasing clients online, which is not the energy. A hundred percent. And that takes time. I mean, that takes, you know, mm. you've, how many years have you been putting out those contents? How many years have you, <laughs> a long time? We're all like a long time. And a you know, this time. isn't, this isn't disheartening, but one, I hope this isn't disheartening to you. If you're thinking, gosh, I don't want to, you know, wait that long or work that long to create that type of business. But one of the reasons why I really respect Kate and Lacey and a lot of my my clients, and I hope people respect me for this too, is that this is not a in and out type of life we've created. Like Kate said, she was looking to create a business that she could do for the rest of her life or for a very long, sustainable amount of time. I am 41 years old. I can do what I am doing as long as I have my mind and my computer. I can do what I'm doing for 
20 more years if I want. Like, Mm -hmm. I do not hate my business. I do not hate my life. I do not mind doing what I'm doing 89% of the time. Yeah, there's some days that it's hard and you feel like it's not working and you want to cry and team shit and hard. Well, God, that's something that we've talked about on on our, our mastermind calls is like dick people in the online space that we've had to deal with. But overall, you're creating something that you can do for a very long, sustainable amount of time that serves another human. Like, how lucky are you? I know the long-term vision is so important. And I'll tell you how this like really showed up in my business. So when I first started offering coaching calls, I offered three-month or six-month packages. And I stopped offering six-month packages, not because of a business move, but because my clients in the six-month package were actually getting results quicker than those in the three-month package because those in the three-month had put so much pressure on themselves to get immediate results, to scale super quickly and really rush that process of building up their audience, getting their messaging really clear, getting people really bought in on what they're creating. All of that was just getting missed because there was so much pressure that they had placed on themselves to scale so fast that they just weren't getting results. Where the clients in the six-month container who had really settled into the process, was really trusting that the strategy was going to work and were just showing up daily and doing the absolute basics, were getting results quicker. Yeah, you, you got rid of the, this. You got rid of the three-month. I had to. Okay, you it was said six months. That's why I knew. Oh, because I no, because I was like, you did. Why did you get rid of six months? That is so the clients exactly in the six months were getting the results faster than Correct. the three months. And so I had to get rid of the three-month container because it was a massive disservice to those clients in that three-month container. They just weren't getting the results. Yep. I completely agree. I'll tell you what, like I have clients now, my longest running client, he's been with me like over three and a half years now. Like the results are there because it's like that commitment. I was with Lacey full time for over three years. It was, it was like... Mm-hmm. There's no finish line. And that was the reason why it was like, it was so good because I, like you said, I wasn't like, I have to make this work. I have to hit this goal. I have to do this thing. So now you have your mastermind, which is, you know, opening up real, like closing really soon. Like, and I love how you only have limited spots because this is really true. Kate does not work all the time. And so everything's very limited. So tell us a little bit about the mastermind. Yeah, I think that's such a great point. So in an industry that has large-scale masterminds, I've looked at many that had 20-plus plus people. I wanted to create something that was really different in the market and just offer six spots because I want each of these incredible humans to feel like I'm really invested in their business, that I deeply care about their growth, and they're just not another number. And I also just wanted them to have the opportunity to really connect with each other. And I think that's hard to do in a really big group. And through our mastermind of three, I've just seen how easy it is for us to forge these long-term relationships. And so it's six spots. It's really, really high touch. Is it the most scalable and profitable mastermind offer out there in the market? Absolutely not. I will tell you right now that I could sell 20 seats and 
have less one-on-one touch time with these clients and I could just use it as a scaling model, but that just doesn't feel good for me on how I want to serve my people. And so it is very high touch. I offer two group coaching calls and a training call and a one-on-one call with each person every single month. We have a Slack channel. We have a community. Clients can private message me directly on Slack. And so it is just so different to anything offered in the market. I've never seen a mastermind that is this high touch. And yeah, I'm really fucking proud of it because it feels good. It feels really nourishing from me. Not because it's just this like way I'm going to really quickly scale my business, but it gets to feel really supportive and really support these clients to get the results they really desire. So that's that's the big why behind it. I'm so proud of you. I know that this, we've been talking about this for like the last year. So I'm so proud of you for doing this. I'm so glad that it feels so in alignment to you. It is so you a hundred percent. And it is so for the woman who is like, not about, you know, this next big thing and big groups and, you know, scaling to multi seven figures that if you are looking for a group that is really, really going to help you grow, but stay in alignment and really like connect with just a small group of amazing women, please check it out. Um, I am so grateful for you. I am so grateful for our friendship. I'm so grateful for Katrina. Um, Katrina is the smart one of Kate and I, she is like, <laughs> like a genius. She's all about yeah. the tech. I would be afraid to interview her because I wouldn't even know what to say based upon <laughs> what she does. Like she is like the smart one. We're just, we use her as like, okay, tell us master, tell us all we need to know (laughs) when it comes to AI. (laughs) She's like the tech and automation queen. And she is the secret weapon behind so many multi six and seven figure coaches in our space. If you see a multi six or seven figure coach in the space and you think, damn, their systems are sexy. It's probably her. That's behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't even, you guys, she is so good at what she does and she is so high, like high level. She has not marketed one day in the last two and a half years. Kate and I are over here going, fuck bitch doesn't even have an Instagram lucky son of a gun. No, no. I think she like launched her website like four months ago or something. Yeah. So up until then, she'd had basically. It's not even for her business. (laughs) Up until then, she'd had basically no online presence at all and run a very successful booked out business. Yeah. It's just on referral because she's the smartest person. So um, thank you for being here. Thank you for just helping me so much over the last year. I just adore you so, so much. Where can everyone find you? I know that there's probably like maybe one spot left, but, um, and I don't know that because this number, you know, this podcast isn't coming out. I hate to be that person and be like, there's only one spot left. I don't know how many spots. It may not be zero by the time this son of a bitch comes out, but um, since it is only six people and you've already told me three people have already signed up. So um, where can people get a hold of you? Where do you hang out the most? convos and cocktails check it out kate does this cute Mm. series it's not a podcast but it's the cutest series ever so tell everyone where they can find you yeah of course so i'm mostly on instagram at it's kate wilkinson i do a fortnightly (laughs) 
Instagram live series, Instagram live series called Cocktails and Convos, where I make a delicious mixed drink. Sometimes it's alcoholic, sometimes it's non-alcoholic on a Friday afternoon. And I share a piece of business strategy. It's very much like my version of a podcast. Again, I just love doing things in my own unique way. And so that's the way that I run my pod. And, um, yeah, if anyone is interested in Unleash the Mastermind, slide into my DMs, send me a voice note. I'd love anyone just to slide into my DMs and send me a voice note after you listen to this episode. Anyway, um, I always find that my most beautiful connections in this online space always come through my existing community. And so I know, Christina, that you have so many incredible humans in your space. So I'd love to connect with more of you. I do. And Kate, I totally vouch for. So go follow her, connect with her, slide into her DMs. Shit, slide into mine. Let's be honest. We are creating <laughs> a community of good humans. Um, Love you so much. Have a great day because it's evening. It's almost my bedtime here. And Kate's just waking up, probably to go do some mm. like Pilates fabulousness. Yeah, 7.45 in the... Yeah, I am at 7.45. I'm off to some Pilates and then it's team meeting time. Oh my God, I love it. Anyway, thank you for being here, you guys. Please, please, please share this episode and uh, tag us and let us know what your takeaways are and enjoy that business that does not burn you to the ground. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.